What's up, everyone? And we're back with the Amateur Life Sports Talk. We got Austin in-house. What up? And we got Cavi on the phone. Hello, hello. So we're going to jump in first with college football. We just got through week one of that. So we uh, can kind of talk over who we think is going to be champion this year. We'll kind of do early picks since now we got an idea of what teams look like. Also, we can talk through who we think is overrated, kind of, and who who um, maybe is kind of going to be the next, you know, one to jump inside the top ten or something like that. So we'll start right off with number one on Alabama. You know, they didn't really play anyone with Utah State, but uh, they, they dominated. You know, they did what they needed to do and even held them to zero points. So that's always a pretty impressive thing for any team to hold another college team down to zero. So... I mean, do you guys think they're definitely a force this year to be reckoned with, like always? I I think so, yeah. I mean, it's kind of hard to judge, like you said, because they didn't really play anybody good, but I definitely think they did look good for, uh, you know, what they had. Um, Bryce Young, obviously, still top-tier quarterback. Yep. Um, I can see him still being a finalist in Heisman. Heisman. So, yeah, I think they're looking good. I mean, they're picking off right where they left off. Yeah, yeah I'm with yeah, I'm with both. Yeah, I just I mean it's always so interesting the first couple of weeks when these teams kinda have nobody to play, but it's really interesting to see who can get the job done like they're supposed to and, and the fifty five zero is kinda showing showing that they could still be the number one like they always are, so Yeah. Um Georgia's number two right now and they had a big match against Oregon on now I don't know if it was Oregon's not that good because weren't they ranked last week? Weren't they like 11th? Yeah. And now they're <laughs> like unranked? Dude, Oregon looked like shit. Yeah. They looked they're bad. bad. And is it that or is it just Georgia's that good? I think it's both. I mean. Georgia looked freaking good. Georgia looked, I would honestly put them one right now over that's, Alabama. That's what I was going to say. I mean, obviously just week one, but. They won the national championship last year, and after watching week one, they looked freaking like the best team there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm kind of surprised with being national champs last year that they're not automatically number one spot. Right, like, yeah. I'm, I'm kind of surprised that I know Bama has more returning players. Georgia right. lost a lot of players last year and stuff, but I'm just surprised they didn't, you know, they're not flip-flopped right now. Yeah. Like, yeah, I kind of, I guess I agree with that because they did lose a lot of players, but damn, they look good, dude. And, they had Bennett come back, and he looked even better than last year. Yeah. Like, he made mm-hmm. some phenomenal plays. So I'm excited to see what they can do. Um, but, yeah, I mean, right now I think I'd put them at number one. They look good. and yeah, yeah. Or I don't know what they saw in Oregon. I don't know why they were ranked so high. But, yeah, they look like shit. <laughs> yeah. they, just had a, they had a really good incoming class. It was oh, is that like what it was? Yeah, they had a yeah. lot of, of – I think they had the best incoming freshman class out of every college there was. Wow. Yeah. Well, and they had a lot of transfers too, didn't they? Because I think they were talking like Oregon had one of the biggest transfer classes as Georgia had the least. I think Georgia only had one transfer come into their program. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think they'll bounce back and, you know, jump back in the top 25, Oregon. I know their defense is decent. I mean, they have Noah Sewell who was – Potentially one of the best linebackers in the league. So, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, and their program's young, so I kind of expect more out of them to come 
you know, they'll learn a lot this year and then maybe be better next year right. type of team. Um, moving on to number three, though, Ohio State. They, they played, they had a tough match against Notre Dame, who was ranked fifth originally. They, I don't know, just watching that game, it did not look impressive. Both offensively, mainly, was like the big, big issue. I mean, both teams did fairly well defensively, but right. uh, just Ohio State should have dominated, I felt like, realistically, but they didn't. Yeah, I I agree. I was expecting more offense from them, especially with C.J. Stroud. I mean, Ohio yeah. State always dominant they on lost. offense. Look at who they lost, though. I mean, yeah, they did lose like what three receivers? Olave, yeah, three best receivers in college football that they lost. Right. Uh, I mean, it's expected for them to be pretty slow. Yeah. For Notre Dame has one of the highest ranked defenses, like kind of like they always do. But twenty-one points still is it was a kind of ugly twenty-one points I'd say. Or <laughs> it was. But I mean, I mean, I think it shows that Ohio State's kind of, kind of still the number three. But they were projected opinion. to win by like twenty points prior to the game. Right. So I mean, they were they were sixteen point favorite. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't think they were as explosive as they can be. It's week one. Maybe they're getting some kinks out, and they did lose yeah. in Jigba, um, their best receiver in like what the second quarter, halftime, whenever it was. Yep. So I mean, he he is a key part of their offense. But, yeah, I don't know. It was just kind of sloppy. Yeah. Kind of, to me, it almost looked like they, both teams, kind of coaching staffs were just, like, timid. Like they were just kind of right. kind of trying to do the right thing, not take any shots. Like, kind of. Yeah. Like, you've seen Ohio State the last few years. They just, they're freaking chucking the ball deep, like, every play. <laughs> right. And yeah. it was just so. like, oh, let's just check down. Let's just run the ball. And it was just kind of, like, sound football. Yeah. Which I guess we call it boring now. But, <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean, ago, that's. And Ohio State does have two really solid running backs. I can't think of their names off the top of my head, but I just remember they both seemed like they had a good rotation between the two of them. So yeah. they're definitely going to be a team that's going to be hard to stop the run because of having two good, solid backs coming in. Yeah. Yeah, I they do. Thought, I thought Notre Dame's quarterback kind of lived up to his hype. I thought he played pretty well. Yeah, he didn't do too bad. Like I said, I was just expecting a little more with all the hype around him, but it is first week. Um, they like you said, it looked like they were ten minute coming in, and that might be just because it was one of the bigger matchups of the week. Yeah, um, it is yeah. Notre Dame and Ohio State, which is always you know supposed is usually good. But um, yeah. Now we'll move on to num- current number four, and that is Michigan. They moved up quite a bit because I think they were eighth originally. Yeah. Hey, so they jumped up to the fourth spot after their domination over Colorado. It was right. Colorado, yep. Colorado State. Colorado State, yep. Colorado State, so yeah, it, what isn't it like fifty five ten or something like that? Fifty four ten something. I think fifty five seven seven question mark. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. Fifty to seven, wasn't it? Yeah, I know it was something big, and and yeah, Mich- Michigan really doesn't have a fifty one seven was the final, uh, and uh, they have Hawaii this week, so there should be another one that they should be able to really oh, yeah. it control be to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Because Hawaii's lost their first two games, and that first one was to Vanderbilt by like seventy. So, so I think uh, one. I'm a little surprised with the jump to number four. Um, I think they looked really good, but quarterback wise, Cade McNamara he did not impress me at all. Uh, he made a lot of terrible throws. So maybe the only reason they jumped so big because of how JJ looked. JJ looked really good. He went four for four for like fifty yards, and he ran another fifty for a touchdown. 
But um, yeah, I'm surprised that they jumped all the way up to four. I didn't see, I didn't see a lot from them to you know, give me a reason to make them jump up to four. Yeah, they, your defense looked amazing though. Yeah, I was really yeah, impressed with their defense. I, that's kind of what I was gonna say. I was, like, I was kind of watching a couple things from Michigan because they kind of lost. What they lost last year was their offensive line, so I was really looking at that and kind of their defense. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, I mean, one and, of the, one of the top players that got drafted, and you know. Aiden Hutchinson, right? That's a huge part of the of their defense. And yeah, Ojabo. So and Ojabo, yeah. Which it sounds like, um, can't remember if he's a transfer, but the transfer defensive end right now, I guess, is living up to Hutchinson's hype. I believe he had like two sacks or something, and a yeah, couple of tackles. So. so I guess he's just as good, if not better, is what it's looking like. Yeah, and I I agree with Austin about the quarterback thing. We get to we get to watch him this Saturday in person. I'm so hyped for that, dude. But I don't see there's any way that JJ doesn't win the, the starting spot. And if they want to win a national championship, they kind of they got to move on from the safe quarterback play. Right. Yeah. If that makes any sense. No, I, I totally agree. I mean, JJ just he opens up a lot more for Michigan. Mm-hmm. And Corum and um, Edwards are freaking. Dude, they're tanks. I mean, they both insane, yeah. They both did really well. They both scored a touchdown, and I think combined they had like 150 yards or 150-plus. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they looked good. There's a couple plays, you know, you could tell they have a new offensive line, but, mm-hmm. you know, they still did well. Yeah. Moving on to the first team, well, second team, I guess, that kind of dropped because Georgia-Ohio State flipped um, Clemson and, and watched that game Monday night. They, they played Georgia Tech. I don't know. Oh, their quarterback, um, DJ there. Yeah. He just, he's awful. I mean, <laughs> and I was hoping that maybe last year was just a first year thing and, and that he'd get better this year, but he still just did not look good. I, I agree. I don't think he looked that good either. I mean, there was a lot of hype around him and stuff. He was supposed to be one of the top quarterbacks. I mean, he was supposed to be better than uh, Trevor Lawrence coming in. That's what everybody was saying. He was going to take over and be even better. Yeah. But, no, I have my not is, seen that. My thing is, like, I just think he had way too much hype around him, kind of like you guys just said, that, like, I don't think he really played all that bad. I mean, yeah, he had some horrible throws, a lot of incompletions, but he didn't turn the ball over, which was a problem last year. That's true. And they still put up 41 points. Yeah, they're going to be top five for until they lose because their defense is literally the best defense in college football. Right. And, and you know, I – I'm not counting them out quite yet. I mean, maybe a little bias just from um, the show there. QB1. QB1. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, but I mean, like, if he can keep not turning the ball over, I think he'll be, they'll be just fine. I mean, yeah, he has a couple more weeks. I mean, they got Furman this week and Louisiana Tech the week after. It's not till about the 24th where they finally will face a, a ranked opponent with Wake Forest. And then he has a back-to-back with NC State that's also ranked right now. Uh, so, you know, that'll be a couple tough games kind of end of September, beginning of October. So hopefully he can improve oh, if Clemson wants to stay in this, you know, top four hunt for the playoffs. Uh, so well, that's just something, I guess, to kind of watch for and see what he does. And maybe that was his big focus is just take care of the ball this game one. Yeah. Don't do too much. And maybe that's what we're seeing just across. That was the game plan for a lot of colleges is I, just to get through week one. I think it was because if you watch the game, DJ did not make, like, any big passes. He was always looking for checkdowns, always looking for checkdowns, which is probably why he didn't turn over. But even up until, like, the third quarter, I just was like, dude, 
he's not doing anything. Like they didn't start scoring until the what was it fourth quarter when all of a sudden it was like pretty much, yeah. So I don't know. I just I know the backup came in and he looked freaking good. He did look good. He looked freaking good, and I liked what he was doing. So. Uh, we'll see. I think DJ definitely keeps it if he doesn't turn the ball over and they are winning games. But, yeah, he just, I don't know. He wasn't all impressive to me. Yep. Moving on to Texas A&M. Um, they kind of were just, like, I think quiet. I didn't really hear much about them. I don't remember seeing their game. Um, the, what they win? They beat Sam Houston 31 to nothing. So, Jeez. obviously, defensively, they must have done something right, holding a team to zero and – but that this was one team I didn't get to watch, and they were kind of quiet, I guess. So I don't really have much to say about them. Yeah, I didn't even get to watch their game either, so I don't really know what was going on. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. I mean, I was going to kind of say after the first top four, in my opinion, it kind of the skill level kind of really drops off. But right. I know it's week one, so that's kind of overreaction. But yeah, right. Just looking at stats here from Texas A&M, it must have been like their defense is really good because um, their quarterback. Must be he can make plays because he threw for 364 yards with three touchdowns, but he also turned the ball over twice. Um, they had no running abilities, really, um, but they do have an elite receiver, it looks like, with 164 yards and two touchdowns. So, I mean, it looks like the, the quarterback has a cannon, so hopefully, I mean, he can control the ball a little better, and we'll see. Yeah. Um, and then we got Oklahoma – they played UTEP, I think it was, and I think they were like a Thursday or Friday game, I want to say. I don't think they played on Saturday, if I remember right. But Oklahoma, I think they just looked kind of okay. They just kind of, again, another team that I think was kind of getting through week ones. Yeah. I know they gave up a couple sacks on, D, or on oh, oh, I think the quarterback threw for three, or no, two touchdowns. Yep. Um, so he went 15 to for 23. 233 yards, you know, defensively they gave up, up, you know, 244 passing yards, allowed, you know, 13 points to be scored kind of towards the end of the half, I think was a couple of those in the second quarter. So Oklahoma, they're just kind of there as well. Uh, so oh, I, don't, I don't see, we'll have to kind of see how they go. You yeah, know, they could be a team like they... that could be really well or – not so great. Yeah. Looks like they focused a lot on running this week. They had almost 300 yards running, so they were just trying to pound the ball. I don't know if that means they don't trust their quarterback. I mean, he is a new quarterback because didn't they have Spencer Rattler last year, which I don't know how much Rattler even played last year, but no, I don't know if he played much at all. I think he played like the first two weeks, and then that was like it. Yeah, so I don't know if this is the same quarterback coming back, but yeah, he didn't do a whole lot. Uh, moving down the list, we'll kind of finish off here. Here we have Notre Dame. We kind of talked about them with the Ohio State game, and then we have Baylor and USC. They both got the wins. They kind of moved up. The one team that kind of dropped out was Utah, uh, and they put Florida, who came from unranked, up to twelfth. That's probably the biggest, craziest move. It was a close game. Basically, Utah could have just like <laughs> ran the ball, yeah, uh, and win. They were. I'm surprised uh, Utah was up that high in the first place. Anyways, I mean, I think they have like a lot of returning. They they've made quite a bit of moves from what I hear, and they're supposed to be a fairly good 
Like, you know, based on their schedule, they should they should have almost won out. You know, they're talking Utah could beat Oregon Jeez. on type of team. And so they were looking at the schedule and like, you know, they should be able to win week one and win out the rest of their schedule. Toughest games would be USC and Oregon. Yeah. But yeah, just kind of made that mistake of the pitch there. Right. There that caused the fumble and gave Florida a chance. Yeah. You know, um Big Ten wise, we have Michigan State that's up fourteenth. Wisconsin that's nineteenth. And I did well, Big Ten, there's and I mean USC or the SEC is kind of the same way. One side of it's like you have like one really strong team, yeah. like and then the other side, it's like it's just stacked with good teams. <laughs> and it's like one good team and then stacked. It's like why would you not want to separate that out? Right. So I don't know because you I mean you got Kentucky. That's a big matchup for Florida this week. Mm-hmm. Going to be a good one. Um, I think they're playing. They kick off at seven, and and then um, BYU, Old Miss is in there. Wake Forest is up. Tennessee's up in the twenty fourth. They went from unranked. Mm-hmm. So, and then Houston That'll be a good match, too, this week against Pitt. Yeah. Tennessee Pitt. Mm-hmm. Um, Alabama versus Texas. You know, this is kind of everyone's really hyped on this for the fact of Texas with, um, because they're going to the SEC. So, right. Oh, to kind of see how they play coming In into the, the SEC, league. Yeah. Yep. So, that's all. Well, I guess the only other thing for f- college football. Uh, we'll kind of go through. Oh, we'll all pick a champ. We'll do that. We'll do that first, and then we'll talk about them expanding the playoffs. So, who's your champ this year, Austin? Um, I'm going to go back-to-back just from what I saw this week with Georgia. I think they looked really good, and for them blowing out almost a top-10 team, um, I ju- they just got it going on right now, so. Gabby, who do you have? Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat. I think, you know, I think Alabama's going to pull off the conference, and then I think Georgia's going to—they're both going to get in somehow. And just like Georgia last wins year. <laughs> yeah, I would say I think I was going to say I think Michigan's going to win the conference, and Ohio State's just going to be out of it, kind of just like last year. Man, I could I could almost see. Oh, that that'll be hard with the Ohio State Michigan if those two are undefeated. Yeah. They play at the end of the season. One's gonna get into the Big Ten championship, right? And then it'll be looking. So, and then the same kind of for Alabama Georgia. You know, both being undefeated if they go undefeated all through regular season, play in the they'll play in the actual SEC championship. But I mean, to me, that'd be like the four best teams, unless I don't know Clemson, Texas A and M. Um. I don't see anyone really from the Pac-12 of being worth after watching um, Oregon lose, yeah. Utah lose. Right. Because, you know, those were kind of the key, key teams that I guess I would have seen coming from the Pac-12 to get in this. So, oh, I mean, my opinion, just because I'm also a fan, so I'm biased, but <laughs> I'm taking Alabama all the way. I do. Hey, I with, do with Bryce Young being returning second year, um, he'll just – you know, continue to get um, good reps with the receivers. Their defense looked good, and I'm I'm taking them to win it all. Uh, so, oh, now we'll go into our thoughts of the expansion that's coming. I think 2026. Yep, 
as when they're saying so, going to yet, going to twelve team playoff system. What's your thoughts? How do you think they select? Because I heard one rumor of of they're talking about like each conference or like the top six conferences is all get one team, whoever their conference champ automatically going to be in. Really? And and then from there, they'll select the rest of the way. So th- that way, like a Pac-12, even if they haven't had a really good season all year, their best team out of the Pac-12 can get in and type of thing. And Yeah. And so I guess what's your thoughts on the 12, 12 team and how do you think they should kind of run it? I love it. I think it's going to be awesome. Fans are going to love it. I mean, if I'm looking at it as NCAA, they had to do it to make some more money because everybody's been bitching about it for I don't know how long. But I think it's going to be really good for the sport. Um, me personally, I would like to see the 12 best teams go at it. So I think that's how they probably go <coughs> about it. It's just, you know, whoever's 1 through 12, let's see them play, see who act- who's the actual best team. Um, and I think it's going to be good – because of what you were just talking about where, you know, Michigan and Ohio State are two of the best Big Ten teams, but, you know, how do you how do you put those both into um, the playoffs? How does that work? Yeah. And same with Georgia and Alabama. I mean, I know what happened last year, but how does that work with everybody else? I mean, it's unfair for everybody else if two SEC teams are making it through. So, you yeah. know, I just think they had to do that for a fan basis and money aspect wise but i think it's awesome i'm super excited to see how it works out and pans out but yeah i would like to see the top 12 teams go into it what's your thoughts gabby yeah i mean i'm pretty much gonna echo awesome i mean i don't know how long we've been doing this podcast but i think we've almost talked about it every single show that we've done <laughs> um so the only thing that we hate is it's not coming sooner it's coming in 2026. Yeah, right. yeah, and I um, think a lot of that's to do with all the movements going around in the divisions. Oh, yeah. I, I think it is interesting and surprising, I guess, that they expanded to 12. I think that's kind of a large number. I'm okay with it, obviously. Right. But but 12 is kind of a lot. You know, I expected 8 kind of was my number. Yeah, and a, I think, a 6 I or think 8. I should go in my opinion. Yeah. And then, I mean, honestly, either way they go, pretty much the top 12 teams are going to get in, even if it's by conference or if it's just the straight top, yeah. top 12 teams. Now, so with 12, more than likely, what's that? The first four teams, or first, that two or top four? Four get a buy. Four, four get the buy, right? And I then, think that's how yeah. they had it. And I was just yeah. trying to picture that out. Uh, so, yeah, I'd be like, so, like, right now, if we went in at 12, man, it'd be Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan all getting by. Yep. Then you'd have Florida versus Clemson, Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State, Oklahoma versus USC, Notre Dame, Baylor. I mean, realistically, although it should be pretty good right? Yeah, games. Even after, I mean, the next round, I think, would be even better yeah and then you're looking at you know so you'd be looking at either it all depends on i guess who wins and stuff like that because yeah they kind of rotate it i would assume they would do it that way because you know if you have florida versus clemson and clemson wins they're not going to match them against alabama but if florida wins you know since they're 12th you'd probably see an alabama versus florida right type of deal Uh, so they'd probably wait to match up against you know Whoever's the lowest ranked that one goes against highest. Yeah. So, you know, if 
everything landed right, he'd be looking at like Oklahoma would have to play Alabama, uh, and then Texas A and M if they won they'd be playing Georgia, mm-hmm. Clemson versus Ohio State, right or something like that or no Clemson versus Michigan, Ohio State they would have had Texas A and M, Notre Dame, Alabama, Oklahoma, Georgia. So I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting for sure. I'm kind of surprised they didn't like do something sooner with like a smaller, like a six or eight. Right. And then work their way up and then work their way up. So like, Hey, you know, this year we're going to finish out four next year. We're going to run six. Then we're going to go for two years. We'll do six. And then two years we're going to do eight. And then two years we're going to do 12 or something. Right. Kind of slowly move up. What'd you say? So it's all, it's all because it's something to do with contract, right? Is what I heard. Like the reason it has to be in 2026 and the reason why it can't just, switch to like six or eight because it's something to do with the contract. I don't really get what that means or what the contract's for because I don't know why they can't just do whatever the heck they want. But <laughs> Yeah, I would have to read on it again to understand exactly because I think you're correct on thinking that. And I th- thought it was, yeah, with the contracts and how teams are moving and stuff because you got Texas, is it coming in two years? They're going to be in SEC. I think them and Oklahoma are both going SEC. Yeah. You have USC... Um, UCLA, and I want to say maybe it's just those two that's coming to the Big Ten. Oh, I heard Oregon, maybe Oregon, me. And then you have like Cincinnati. Um, trying to think a couple other that's coming out of like the ACC. I think it is mm-hmm. going to the Pac-12. Yeah. Oh, so it could be. Oh, you got all these teams kind of moving around, and a lot of those movements are all happening. Thing, you know. Basically, by 2026, I think all those are going to be done. And so it's kind of like, I think, based on current contracts that our schools and conferences have negotiated type of deal. And your games are pretty much scheduled out. At least a lot of them are to 25 right now, so they're probably getting ready to plan for 26. So that's how far out colleges schedule games. so. So that's probably what it is. That makes sense. I would say that's a lot of it. It'll be interesting. Glad to have college football back. I'm glad to have football in general back, dude. I'm freaking pumped. <laughs> I can't wait for that. This weekend, dude, I'm going out to see Michigan and Lions. Let's go. Yep. So, all right, we'll jump over into NFL talk now. Now, since we're coming into week one here, we got all fantasy team all drafted up. <laughs> up we got uh, uh, preseason's ended. I say Lions Hard Knocks, I think, is all the last season just or last episode just came yeah. out. So um getting ready to go into week one. And I guess we'll talk about Thursday night game, tomorrow night's game. Him Buffalo versus Rams. You know, right now Buffalo's a two point favorite. Played at Rams. Kind of question mark on Matthew Stafford's arm. You know, he says he's good to go and he should be fine. And I like Bills to win. I think it's a one-score game. So I, for bet-wise, I am teasing it up, up to get plus eight, eight on Rams and taking Rams on plus eight, my opinion. Yeah. First of all, what a hell of a way to start the season, right? Yeah. <laughs> it should be an awesome game. This is an amazing way to start. Like, I cannot wait for this game. But, yeah, I don't know. I... I really like the Bills this year, so I think they for sure are going to pull out the win. Um, I did take, they have a little promo going. If Bills are um, 
seven plus points at any time in the game, you win your money. So I did for sure take their money line because I know they're winning. But um, yeah, I feel like they could win by at least two here. I don't know. I just I think they're that good. They're the team. I know Rams just came off a Super Bowl win, but I don't know. It's almost like they're too hyped this year with how many changes that they've had. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be interesting. I'm kind of of opposite. I'm like, the Bills is like the craziest hype I think I've ever heard going into a season. Like, yeah, they're obviously good. Look who they have, what they've done. But, like, the Rams just came out the Super Bowl, and they got better in the offseason. They didn't get worse. They got better. Right. So I'm just like, I don't know. I just think there's too much hype around the Bills, in my opinion. Yeah. So I'm taking the Rams. And, yeah, they don't have OBJ, but, I mean, they're just, they did get Robinson, who, I, in my opinion, is um, right better. Right, I mean, just because of defense injuries. got better. Their offense got better. Stafford can continue to play like he has. I think it's kind of really on the question. And I think they'll win the game. But I could go either way. But that's kind of why I'm choosing. I think the Bills are kind of too overhyped. They are pretty freaking overhyped this year. There is so that's all I'm hearing. Bills, bills, yeah. bills. I'm, I'm on their hype. I'm not going to lie. But right. I am, too. Let's, like I just said, I think, I mean, I think they're the team. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm. both teams are hype. Both teams are supposed to be good. I definitely <laughs> both see, you know, both these teams landing in the playoffs again. Oh, for sure. And so, that, I mean, I don't see them not making the playoffs unless, you know, they're just riddled with injury. It would be about the only way I don't see them getting in, but. I think it's going to be a close game either way. Yeah. I, I just don't know. Like I said, I know Stafford had his arm. I don't, did he get surgery on it? Uh, or did it just injured? No, it's just been kind of injured. Yeah, I knew he was kind of injured. I thought I heard he was, you know, I talked about getting a, like a minor surgery type thing to try to get it fixed better. or But I haven't heard for sure if he went through with that or not. Uh, so it sounds like they just rested him up and he's you know ready to go. So it'll be it'll be fun to watch, you know. And oh, yeah. then great game. Yep. Up and then we go into Sunday right, with a whole bunch of games to watch. We'll start it off with we'll look at um Saints versus Atlanta at Atlanta. Uh so I I guess for me, a right now Saints is favorited. Of five and a half points on DraftKings, things the total for the games forty two. So which watch a lot of these games are gonna be forty, so for totals in the forties. So, oh, it'll be interesting to see how Week One really plays out. You might be able to land some of those bets if you know what teams are gonna be kind of you know crappy defenses type of thing. Yeah, but I'm leaning if I had to take a team. I really don't have, I guess, a lean at all while I'm looking at it. Do you have an opinion? Yeah, I think Saints definitely have this game. Uh, I would take them at minus five and a half, if not even more. Um, I think their receiving core has improved this year. Um, They brought in Jarvis Landry and then drafted Chris Olave, and Michael Thomas is back. Um, I think Kamara is still a top-tier running back, and... I know Mark Ingram's kind of past his prime and everything, but he's familiar with the Saints. He's been there for a while, so um, they definitely have two 
decent running backs. I mean, one all-star running back, and then Mark Ingram there is kind of like the brute running back. And I think Winston um, comes out slinging. He's um, on, I don't know if it's his contract year, but I know it's his hit or miss year. He has to do well this year, and I think he does, especially with the offense they have. Um, I've heard their defense has looked better, better as well. And this could potentially be the Falcons' worst roster ever. <laughs> so I'm high on the Saints here, and I definitely think they could do – or I definitely think they could cover minus five and a half. Yeah, I am just literally going to copy what Austin said. I think this is a two-score game. Definitely cover the five and a half. Like you said, Atlanta's roster is probably the worst it's been in I don't know how many years. Uh, the Saints offense is going to be much, much improved with all those receiver cores, the running back rooms, and kind of like offense, they're going to all kind of rely on Jameis. Um, if he can stay healthy for one, be great and not turn the ball over. Yeah. <laughs> but how do you? But yeah. If, how do you guys think that uh, Mariota? Because he's getting the start, right? Yeah. Yeah. For Atlanta, so how do you think he does? I I like Mariota. I always have, but yeah, I don't nothing, know, man. Or, nothing around him. Yeah, he just doesn't have any receiver, no, nothing. Out, so. I mean, his best running back is Cordero Patterson, which, uh, no he's offense to him. I mean, yeah, he's he's not all that. And I don't think he has nearly as good as a season than he did last year. So it's going right. to be tough for him. I don't know. I think he plays decent, but I don't, it's just going to be a tough game for him. Mm-hmm. He's in a bad situation for kind of talking about Jameis's last kind of hoorah. If he has to play well to continue, it's kind of Mariota's last chance. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. If he doesn't yeah. play this well or well this year, I think he's done. He's, he's kind of in a bad situation, but yeah, it's kind of like, like Cam Newton. Yeah, literally like Cam Newton. That's what I was gonna say. But the Saints' defense is always freaking good. So I mean, the Saints is kind of a sleeper in my opinion this year. Yeah, I've heard from a lot of people that watch out for the Saints. They might even take their division. Yeah. Um, all right. So we'll jump over. Next game I have on my list is San Francisco 49ers versus the Bears. So Bears are plus seven. And um, who's getting the start for quarterback for 49ers? Is it? Trey Lance, for Trey sure. Lance. Yeah. Trey Lance, mm-hmm. yeah. They've, yeah, they said they're rolling with him. I don't know why they even kept Jimmy G. I, I thought they were trading. They were trying to trade him to um, New England. We're talking about taking Jimmy G. Yeah, for a while they were, and I heard, I don't know, probably a couple of weeks ago, maybe even longer than that, that yeah, they were just like, nope, we're not trading him anymore. Huh. Staying on the team, yeah, I guess, so. I guess Seattle really wanted him, and they didn't want to trade within, so they just kind of said, "Screw it, we'll resign him and make him the highest second string quarterback there is behind Sam Darnold." <laughs> I mean, I guess I just I don't see like I don't, I don't see it benefits him. I don't see one. I guess we'll see this year, but in the past, my opinion is Trey Lance. At least when I watched him last year, the few times he did get to come in and stuff. Didn't seem that great to me, so I wouldn't know why you wouldn't keep Jimmy G, and then if it's not going good, then put Trey Lance in and type of deal. Oh, because you know what you're going to get with Jimmy G. I mean, right. he's a decent quarterback, obviously, if you can get him into the playoffs and stuff. So I 
I like Jimmy G. I kind of feel bad for him because I don't think he's done anything wrong in the NFL. He, I don't know why people hate him, for he one. Wins he wins games. He doesn't have a high um, interception ratio. I mean, he's just a playmaker. That's the right thing. Yeah. yeah, he just does the right thing. So I mean, I, I guess what... maybe maybe that's their thought is that if Trey Lance is just bombing, that they're gonna oh we got Jimmy G, he'll recover you know for us type of deal. Oh, but yeah, I don't the know. The Niners forced forced themselves into this situation. They traded up to get Trey Lance, right? So they, I mean, it's there's there's future franchise quarterback who has the potential to be. So like they have to, they had to start. They yeah, had to give him the chance either way. No, I I definitely otherwise, agree with you. Otherwise, That's... it would be kind of toxic in the locker room, and they would just have a crappy season. So they're kind of doing what Carolina done the last like three years. Right. No, I I definitely agree. They force themselves to start him type of deal, which obviously I think he'll do well. I think he's going to have a, a pretty good season. Yeah, I mean, he the good thing is they have at least. A decent little bit of uh, receivers, you know, yeah. with Debo Samuel and then also the tight end Kittle. And Ayuk. And Ayuk. Um, so, you know, you got weapons there that you can throw to, so that's good. Yeah. I uh, I think, with, especially with their defense, I think they can cover the minus seven. Um, I would also look at the over. The over is only 40 right now. So um, I think that's pretty low, especially with these two young quarterbacks who I, in I my see, opinion, that's come out. And just sling the ball. They're going to try <laughs> to prove to the NFL that they can throw and they are good. So I think they come out slinging. Yeah, I mean, that that's what has me concerned about taking the over on this is that two young quarterbacks, they're going to come out slinging. They may not have a lot of completions, <laughs> though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's one way to look at it, yeah. So, But I do think the 49ers cover. Bears defense isn't looking that great. Um, yeah, what is Justin Fields? Have, I mean, yeah, and it's, I mean Justin Fields. He doesn't really. He has Mooney, but that's about it. I don't know. Montgomery's a good running back, but I just don't think they're that good of an offense. Yeah, I'm trying to run through their roster right now to see who else they might. Mooney, yeah, David Moore's not anything. Jones Jr. Yeah, for receivers and running back side of things, I really don't see any much other weapons for them. Yeah. So I think Bears are still going to be rebuilding type of year. Oh, yeah. They will be lucky to get like three wins, in my opinion, maybe four. All right. We'll move on to Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Bengals. Those right now, Bengals are favored at uh, six and a half points. Total for the game is 44 points. Who we got in this one? I think Bengals. I think this is going to be a good game. A lot better than what they have here. Kind of relies on Mitchell Trubisky. I know they gave him the start, but I don't know. He hasn't played in a year, and we'll see. I think he has a good enough offense. He's definitely got the receiving core around him with Claypool, Deontay, and their new rookie, George Pickens. He's got the receivers. Najee Harris is there. So their offense is set up for success. It just relies on him. And you, we all know their defense is stellar. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, wait, how long before uh, Kenny Pickett gets in? Yeah. And see, that's the thing. I don't know. Is there too much pressure on Trubisky? Is he going to fail to, um, you know, 
overcome that pressure, or is he going to come out and win that job? So yeah. I, it's all on him. I think the Bengals are taking it. It might be a close game, but um, I'm excited for that one. That'll be a good one. Yeah, it should, it should be overall a good game. Um, um, you know, be interesting to see how how Joe Burrow comes out again. You know, after having the big run. You know, do they have any type of Super Bowl hangover, you know, from going? I mean, right. they didn't win it, but, uh, you know, just making it, that makes your season so much longer. Mm-hmm. You get less rest time. So, you know, how does he handle coming off such a long season, you know, and running? You'll get, but he got the big weapons around him still with Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, you know, Boyd, uh, mixing it, running back, and Chris Evans. Um, Who else is the running backs? I don't know if they still have Pirine or yeah, Pirine and Williams, Trayvon Williams. Um, so I don't know. They're definitely gonna be a threat. Uh, I think personally this year, or the Bengals will be for making another run at least into the playoffs. So yeah, oh, it'll be interesting to watch. Moving on to though, Lions versus Philly game. You're going to Austin, so let's go. Sold out. Uh, yeah, standing tickets only. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. see that. So crazy. Do Lions get a win? <laughs> I don't know, dude. So much hype around them. There's so much hype around them right now. It's ridiculous. Too much. Yeah, I think they come out and try to live up to their hype and then freaking suck. I think it's gonna be just kind of like last season or. Yeah, it's pretty much like last season. Like they're going to be in every single game they play, no matter who they play. Oh, yeah. They right. just they just ain't at the point yet where they can get the job done. I mean, they're pretty dang close. So do yeah, they cover they are, four points? Yeah, see, I don't know if we can go that far. Uh, but. Are, is it going to be a field goal <laughs> game like they always seem to Dude, I end know. Up? They are so close. I, they're so close. Eagles, Eagles are another team that has a lot of hype around them this year, and I'm, I'm all on that. Hype. I think they're going to be... A solid team. Yeah. And I mean, just the Lions are just the Lions. You know what I mean? Like, I really hope right. they win and play I think, well. But yeah, I agree, Cav. They're this close. The Lions, they're this close to just going off, you know? Yeah. But I think they need yeah. one more year for that. And I, Eagles are there. Uh, I mean, yeah. you, you guys I think J- Jalen Hurts is ready to take, lead this team to playoffs, you know, type of team? Or are they not going to be there? I think the way I they're setting so. their up. Their offense up. I mean, he's got the receivers. He's got the running backs. I mean, yeah, Devontae like, Smith, AJ Brown, uh, Watkins. Yeah, and Miles Sanders I mean, is running look back. Their, look at their conference too. Like, right. I mean, mm-hmm. We'll probably get into conference winners maybe later, but I mean, their conference is shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's so, the, that's the one thing about the NFC East is that uh, it's normally not the strongest. So yeah, I think they. I think they'll do well. I'm kind of about the Eagles this year. I'm excited to see yeah. them. I mean, yeah, I personally, yeah, I'm too much hyper on the Lions. Gosh, I think they're going to come out. Screwed them, man. They're going to come out and, uh, them, yeah. and fall on their face, I think, personally. How about Rodrigo, though, Kev? I do what I was just about to say. Second so, most sold jerseys is Rodrigo. <laughs> really? I'm about to buy one too, but my thing is, I don't think he's gonna like really play all that much. So really, you don't think he'll start? I don't think he'll start. I mean, he may, but I saw him. He's like, like my absolute. He's my he's my new Luke Keekley. 
Oh, dude, he's awesome. He's just got that mentality for football. And he played for Oklahoma State, which I really like. Yeah. He was, like, their, like, all-time leading tackler, pretty much. He played five years, though. So. Oh, jeez. Yeah. My my worry for the Lions is that you have your starting center and right guard questionable, so that's already going to be putting some major pressure on uh, – I think they, they really just – really got to talk about golf, but it's kind of his last chance, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I mean – there's way too many quarterbacks right now. That and he has a why couldn't we get Jimmy team G? around him? <laughs> I would have took like, Jimmy. Goff almost has the team that he did with the Rams. I other than without the defense. Oh yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the, our receivers this year are really good, especially when James comes back. Um, mm-hmm. We got two solid running backs, and then TJ at tight end, dude. He's set up yeah. for success. Yeah. And I've yeah, heard so. from. A lot of people, like I've seen on ESPN and everything, that Lions have like a top five line in the league right now. If they're all health, yeah. if they're all healthy, yeah. So, so he's set up. I, I really, mean. really freaking hope it's the year for him. But <laughs> all right, we'll move on to a matchup of former Alabama quarterbacks with the Patriots versus the Dolphins. Oh, didn't even think of that. Yep, we got Mac Jones versus. They were the last. Two quarterbacks, too. Like, yep. You know. Yep. And Mac Jones was there the whole time Tua was there. Eric oh, Chris, really? He was a five-year quarterback. He, he he stayed and hung out out and started behind or stayed even though Jalen got the start over him and then Tua got the start over him. Yeah. Um, and then and so he hung it out till those guys all went left and then he got the start spot finally after they left. So, oh, what do we think? Does does Bilicek Get this done. Do Dolphins make an improvement here? What's the spread on this? Um, current spread. I mean, either way, I'm taking Dolphins. The Patriots is are gonna be horrible. Dolphins three and a half. Oh yeah, I am one thousand percent taking Dolphins three and a half. I don't even yeah. know why it's so close. Forty. That's, that's really low. Forty-six and a half for over under. I would look at taking the under in this. Yeah, I don't think Patriots can score. I, I, I yeah, I don't see Patriots I was, scoring. I think they're going to have a defense that's going to hold Dolphins down. But I don't know if anybody can hold the Dolphins, especially the first four games. Dude, Dolphins! Oh my gosh! I think it's going to take it's going to take a couple games for them to get used to game speed reps. Is my my concern? It's all on Tua. That's all I have to say. It's all on Tua. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I they mean, they have the offense. And they have, they have everything. Yeah, their defense got better. I know Patriots usually have a good defense, but dude, the Patriots suck, uh, right? I don't know who they're gonna have as running back because right now the Edmonds is questionable, so Moser might get the start. Either Gas- of them are well, Gas- good. <laughs> so they have four running backs listed on their depth chart. Three of them are questionable. <laughs> they might not have a running back by the end of the game. Tyreek Hill's just gonna need to go. <laughs> Honestly, all four of their running backs are very solid. Yeah, last year's running back was Gaskins, I believe, and Gaskins is the number four running back this year. All three, they number three. Is three. Yeah. So I mean, either He's way. questionable. <laughs> Waddle's questionable. Um, he practiced um, Wednesday. Daniel Alsford of the um, oh, that's that's the player that report news reporter that reported. Um, Tyreek Hill's good to go, obviously. Wilson's the junior, the other one. 
Um, fullbacks questionable. Their backup fullbacks on IR. They really are hurting for running backs right now. <laughs> Their fullbacks and running backs are about out. I think they'll all be good. I know they always put questionable, but they'll all be able to play and – the Dolphins yeah. are just going to roll over them. This is going to be a two, three points or a three score win I for mean, the Dolphins. Yep. I, I don't think it's going to be as easy as what your guys are saying. I'm more on this is going to be a close game, in my opinion. And Bilicek is just good. He, and he can, he's good at disguising his defenses and eating up young quarterbacks. Because you guys are saying it's all on Tua. Right. Uh, and, Belichick is good on disguising things against young quarterbacks. So I could see this game being closed, low scoring, but close. That's kind of how I see it. All right, so I would take, I could go either way on the points or the points plus or minus three and a half. I'm kind of seeing that a three point game, I'm putting it, and I put it under 46 and a half points total where I'm really going on this one, but yeah. I think it's going to be close. I Dolphins have way too many weapons, so I'm going to stay at minus three and a half for sure. Mm-hmm. I'm there, All right, we'll move on. I think we're still on one o'clock games. We got Colts versus Houston Texans. Um, point spread is currently sitting at seven points for Colts. Total is what forty five and a half. Mm-hmm. I mean, I would think Colts. Oh yeah, all day. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, haven't heard much good things coming for Texans. So <laughs> no, oh, they're bad. I, I'm another, assuming Colts are just another, gonna, another surprising line to me. Right, the sh- the Colts should be like be minus fourteen. Early weekend, yeah. early week NFL. You normally don't get too many huge spreads. Like seven's a lot of points in the NFL. Oh, week one. I like the Colts there. I mean, they, I mean, there's a lot of teams that just got tremendously better, and they're kind of one of them. Yeah, so, I agree. Colts definitely I mean, improved. Going from Carson Wentz to Matt Ryan dude, is just way gooder. Insane. Yeah, way gooder is right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm surprised too, though, Cap. I mean, the, the Texans are. Shit. Like I said... They might be the worst team in the league. I I agree. I guarantee look through the lines this week and you won't see any huge... You know, seven's going to be a huge line for this week just because they don't... Yeah. And NFL is always one of those where you just never 100% for sure know. I mean, we get like where we think Lions are just going to lose every single game because halfway through the season and then they end up pulling some wins off against teams that they have no business playing with. Right. And then that's just how the NFL works. Let's see. I'm looking through all. Yeah, that's the biggest spread is minus seven. Yeah. By three teams right now. Yep. So, <laughs> oh, go, on. so go for spread this week is what it yeah. was looking like. Yeah. So, yeah, the spread is definitely going to be, you know, you can make first week. You can always make some money normally and you're taking the spreads if, if you're on the right side. So yeah. we'll keep on with the set. Minus seven, we'll take Baltimore Ravens versus the New York Jets. That's Ravens, should, I would think. Oh, 100% again. I don't know. I, I get it's the first week, but I don't know what they're looking at here. Ravens are going to roll over them, especially since Joe Flacco is the starting quarterback for Jets. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're, 
Jets definitely improved. I will say that both offense and defense. But I don't know. Joe Flacco hasn't played in the league for what four or five years. You know. Yeah, it's been a little bit since he has played. I mean, that is his old team. Team, you know, he yeah, did play for yeah. Ravens for a little while. So right. I'm but. surprised he hasn't retired. I mean, how old is the dude? Fifty. Pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> he's got. He's got to be getting up there. I mean, obviously he's not older than Brady. Otherwise, he'd be making more of a <laughs> thing about it. But right. All right, move on to right now. The line is very close on this one. It is one and a half point favorites for Carolina Panthers over the Browns. Again, I don't get the sense in this because I feel like the Panthers are just going to roll the Browns. The Browns <laughs> kind of suck. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm quite biased, but I mean, there's no reason that line should be even close to that. Right, especially with Jacoby Brissett starting at the Browns, like. Yeah. That dude can't fucking throw a football. Yeah, unless no. unless there's something that they know that we don't. Oh, yeah. I mean, I see Panthers taking this all the way. Yeah. I get. I mean, the Browns do have. Yeah, if McCaffrey's healthy, I mean, nobody's stopping him. I get the Browns they have much improvement. Oh yeah, the Browns have decent receivers. I mean, Mamari Cooper's very solid. DPJ. Um, he's up in the air. I'm biased because Michigan, but I think he'll be pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they have David Bell. He's a rookie, so we have no idea. And then they have, obviously, two of the better running backs in the league with Cream yeah. Hunt and Nick Chubb. So, yeah. I mean, they have an offense. Yeah. but Chubb just, Hunt, you have Donovan Peoples-Jones, and Amari Cooper, I mean, and David Bell. That. Looking at every single position, in my opinion, I mean the Panthers. The Panthers just seem like they're better in every position. Right. Like, I know, just... Our receiving core is kind of the only thing that's probably about even. But I wouldn't say we're any worse. Right. I I and agree. I would. I think Christian McCaffrey and Foreman and even Tuba are much. I wouldn't say much better, but they're better than Chubb and Hunt. I mean, very close again. But and then how many how many plays till uh, McCaffrey's ACL goes out though? <laughs> I think he's gonna be fine all season. Knock on wood. He's never had any crazy yeah, injuries. So. I hope you have a desk or something by you that you can knock it on right now. I don't have him in fantasy this year. First year in like three years, so <laughs> this is the year that you need him because the last three years he's been hurt. Maybe he, maybe he'll stay healthy because Caleb didn't take him. Yeah, in fantasy. maybe there you go, Cav. Putting some good juju on him. But yeah, I I see Panthers covering. I think it. At least by a touchdown. So yeah, I'm surprised yep. it's so close, honestly. Because yeah, I'm I'm Panthers all the way okay, for this. Um, still one o'clock games. I think we got going, and is Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Washington Commanders, two teams that I guess haven't been very good lately. So you know, does one team step out this year and actually do something? If it is, I'm taking Jags. Is kind of where I'm leaning. I, I'm leaning towards Commanders. They were decent. They were decent last year. I mean, they were better than they should have been last year, but they did get an upgrade in quarterback. Not saying much because it is Carson Wentz. Um, Brian Robinson's out. Brian Rob, but they do have Gibson and J.D. McKissick, who both are very good running backs. Um, they obviously have a decent receiving core. They just got a new um, receiver. With Dotson, who is a very good receiver. Yep, Dotson, Curtis Samuel. 
Um, if he's if Curtis Samuel's healthy, I mean, we've seen what he can do on the Panthers. And then um, McLaren. Yeah. I mean, McLaren's one of the better receivers in the league. So I, with the upgraded quarterback, I think they can definitely cover minus two and a half and win by at least a field goal. Yeah, Car- Carson Wentz leading the team. I mean, they just have more experience than the Jags. Jags is a very young team. And we still don't really know what Trevor Lawrence can do. We've seen his I think upside. This is, this is the year, though, where he has to start doing something and showing something. Otherwise, he's going to be getting you know, a booted. lot of bad. Is he a bust? Is he a bust? Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I think he improves from last year for sure. But he just doesn't have the receiving core. I mean, the only upgrade they had was Christian Kirk. And, yeah, Christian Kirk had a decent year last year. But is he a number one receiver? In my opinion, no. Yeah, I guess looking through the receiving, yeah. I don't know. I to me, I think I think the they Jags need to do something with Trevor Lawrence this year. Otherwise, Trevor's gonna be starting looked at as a bust. I mean, he'll probably get traded to another team and tried out, you know, for another team. You know, he won't be done or anything like that. But so for actually taking, well, it is at Commanders. I could see this going either way. <laughs> I'm gonna staying away from that game. I think so too. But betting wise, I don't think I can take one. Uh, if I, if I was, I'm leaning towards taking the points with the Jags just to have a little bit of security. I'd prefer to see it bump up to three, and maybe I throw it in the teaser, or you know, and find another game that I like. Um, all right, I think that's all the one o'clock games. Moving on to the 425, 4 o'clock games. New York Giants versus Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans are 5.5-point favorites. I think Titans should handle Giants. Mm-hmm. I really don't see, again, I think it would be a higher line if it wasn't week one. And I think you'd see this at more of like a 7-point game, at least line, and or over 7 points. Yeah, I agree. So I like the five and a half for Tennessee Titans. I do. I think Tennessee Titans have a good year. I know they downgraded at receiver, but they do have um, the rookie Burks, who he had some struggles at camp with conditioning and everything, but I think he comes out kind of fine. I mean, we heard backlash from Jamar Chase last year at camp. He couldn't see the ball or something with the way the rotation was on the new NFL ball. He doesn't know how he could do well, he had one of the best rookie seasons we've ever seen from him. Yeah. So I think the same thing with Burks. Um, he has a really good rookie season. And then obviously they have Robert Woods, who is a – he had a great season last year until he got hurt. But we'll see what he can yeah. do when he comes off. I mean, Giants do have Barkley, so they could control, you know, possession and stuff like that, I think, with the run game a little bit. And that could cause some troubles – yeah, if he stays healthy, he, Barkley's just as bad as Christian McCaffrey. He is falls over, <laughs> trips over a leaf, and tears his ACL. Or uh huh. But um, and with Daniel Jones, I mean, this is another quarterback which we've had all a lot of quarterbacks kind of like this is their last year to prove themselves. But Daniel Jones is definitely one of those quarterbacks. Yeah, I I definitely put him there as well. Uh, um, so, oh, well, I guess they. So I, I could be looking for big things, but I just don't see the defense being able to stop. Tennessee Titans. So no. I think Derrick Henry comes off of injury just as good as when he got himself injured. I mean, yeah. he's going to have close to a two thousand yard season this year if he if he does stay healthy. 
So I see him covered. Me too. All right, we'll move on. Packers versus Vikings. Right now it's one and a half point favorite for her Packers. It's at the Vikings. This one, I don't I just I'm don't know. Away. Yeah, <laughs> I'm staying away just because I don't know what to expect. Right. I mean, I want to say Aaron Rodgers can pull it off, but there's just been so much changes. Right. They both have solid teams, in my opinion. They both have solid offenses, and their defenses are pretty equal, too. So I think this is going to be a good game. I know Aaron Rodgers is an Aaron Rodgers, so he'll probably find a way to pull it off. But he doesn't have the receivers. Um, He does have two very good running backs. I think this is one of the best running back duos in the league between Aaron Jones and um, Dylan. Yeah. But um, same with Vikings. They have um, Cook and Madison, or Madison, however you say it. Very good running back duo. And I think they have a 10 times better receiving core between um, Jefferson, arguably the best receiver in the league, Thielen, and KG Osborne. I mean, those are three very solid. When, with talking about how strong both of these teams at running back, I kind of am liking the under a little bit at 47, but it kind of makes me nervous too. Yeah. Because so, I don't know how early, well, if, if it's going to be low know. scoring or high scoring. Both quarterbacks can sling the ball. I mean, you don't talk about Kirk Cousins much, but honestly, if you look at his stats, he's a good quarterback. He, he can throw. He just can't win. Yeah, he just doesn't know how to win. But he can throw. I mean, he's got the weapons <coughs> between receiver and running back. They, I mean, Dalvin Cook's a great drop-down check receiver or receiving running back. So, I don't know. I'm staying away from this one. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm excited to see what Aaron Rodgers can do with no receivers. So, yeah. and it's always interesting with it being a, a league or conference game right away. Yeah. There's always a little bit more online for that. So, um, moving on, Las Vegas Raiders versus the Chargers. Chargers are right now three and a half point favorites. God, these are two of my favorite teams. So, I'm pumped for this one, too. <laughs> I mean, this should be a good game, honestly. Like, looking at it, it um, I'm leaning, I like Chargers, though, is kind of my opinion of where. I know. I'm First really glance. I think Chargers have a very good chance to make the Super Bowl this year. Yes. I think they have, in my opinion, the best team in the NFL right now. I think. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just look at the starting lineup of on offense. Justin Herbert, a quarterback, he's been doing pretty well. Oh, yeah. Uh, Austin Eckler running back. Keenan Allen, wide receiver. Mike Williams and Joshua Palmer running, you know, for receiving core. Or ever as their main tight end, who I think is an upgrade from Jared Cook. Yeah, um, their defense got ten times better, I think. Um, the Chargers, see. and then they yeah, just drafted. I think is it Spiller is their backup um, running back, backup running back. Spiller is their fourth string right now, listed as fourth string. Is he? Yeah. You have Joshua Kelly, who's second, Sony Mitchell, third, and then Spiller, fourth. Yeah, so, I mean, all of those are solid running backs. I don't know. I just – they have a freaking good team this year. Yeah, I I think they have a really rounded team. Same with Raiders, though. I mean, Raiders are great. Derek Carr, I think this is Derek Carr's best season, Um, especially with uh, Devontae Adams, who, again, arguably best receiver in the league between him and Jefferson. 
So and then Hunt for Hunter Renfro was a great receiver. And then I mean, you got Darren Josh Waller. Jacobs running back. So it's just this is going to be a good game, I think. Yeah, this I think will be two talented teams going at it. You know, oh, so I like it either way. If I had to pick, I'm taking Chargers. I You're, wish it was a smaller line, though. <laughs> I know. What do you think, Kev? You taking Chargers? Here? I'm curious. I, dude, I'm. This is another one I'm just gonna stay away from. Just like, <laughs> like. My just like, I just really like the Chargers, like you guys. So, oh, like, yeah. I think they're gonna win. But like, if you look at the roster, it's like they're so evenly matched. Raiders, yeah, they could just be like, like these two could be two of the top teams in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. I think, but, like I said, with Derek Carr, I mean, this is probably gonna be his best season. I mean, he's never played bad. I know he's had bad seasons. Um, the team yeah. has, but he's never played bad. I think this will be a shootout too. This is going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a fun game to watch, for sure. Yeah. All right, we'll move on to the last 4 o'clock game, and that is Kansas City versus Cardinals. Right now, Kansas City is favored by 6 points. I think, again, I'm kind of leaning towards this would be a bigger line if we weren't in Week 1. Kyler Murray is good, but I know they have a couple guys on the line banged up, as well as Zach Ertz. Sounds like he's questionable. On a, a big suspension. Yep. D-hop. D-hop suspension. Um, so, you know, that changes some stuff up for them. Um, J.J. Watt's questionable on defense side of the ball for Cardinals. Freaking J.J. Watt. He's going to be hurt again. He's another one. He freaking trips over a leaf and he's injured for a whole year. I think uh-huh. I don't think he's played a full season in like four years. How long is D Hop suspended doing? Six games. Six games. Yeah. Man, that sucks. Is <laughs> that you? They need to get a few wins. What is Cardinals' schedule? Because they could be another team that could seem going into playoffs type. Oh of. yeah, I think they have a very good chance. I'm. I don't know. What do you think, Cav? I, I guess I don't really know. Ooh, and they have tough games early. I'm not. I'm not too high on them this year on the cards. Yeah. I don't know about the Chiefs, though. I mean, I think they definitely downgraded in receiving core. So I mean, yeah, they lost Tyreek, but I mean, Juju is Juju's pretty good. solid. I think Juju's going to have a stellar year. Still got Kelsey. I mean, they're, I don't know. I, just, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be nearly as good as they have been. No. Their defense, yeah. though, I mean, we saw spurts of what they can do on defense last year. So if they come out yeah. like – they did at the end of the year. I think. I think they'll be all right. It'll be and this will be another fun one to see both of these teams and kind of see because I, I don't really know what to expect from either of them. Right. Like, I th- yeah. I don't know. I think this is another one that'll be a shootout too, just because both offenses are pretty strong. Mhm. I agree. But I don't know. I think I I think Chiefs win. I don't know about minus six though. I agree. Yeah, and this is like one of the few lines that are up over 50 for the over-under. You know, talking about how strong both these quarterbacks are and stuff and right. can score. 54 points. I don't know. All right, we'll move on to Sunday night game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus Dallas Cowboys. Right now it's a two-and-a-half-point favorites for Bucks. I just... Wasn't this the... F- First game last year, I think it was a Thursday game. The first game last year was Bucks versus Cowboys. 
Was it? I I don't remember. Yeah, it was. It sure. was, and it was a fucking awesome game. It went. Yeah. I think it went into overtime, and then I think Bucks won by a field goal. So if that's the case this year, this is going to be an awesome game. I'm just not. I'm just not high on the Cowboys, man. I don't really know why. Yeah, I just for some reason I feel like I just don't think Dak can get over the hump to give them the wins. It's kind of where I'm at. No, I think they'll be good. I think they're another like ten win team this year. They have CD. They have Zeke, who Zeke is on the downwards trend for his career, but then they have Pollard, who is on the upwards trend for his career. So, I mean, those you, that's another good one-two punch. Do you think Dallas wins the conference or does Philly? I, I, don't, I, don't, I think This is Eagles. a crazy take for me, too, but I think Buccaneers is going to take third in our conference. Deuce. I mean, it's an absolute crazy take, but like I'm just not high on them, and I think the Saints. I think honestly, the Saints are probably going to take it, and I got Carolina second, which that's probably more biased. But I would say so. I think Bucks are going to. I mean, Bucks are one of those teams who just got better. Yeah, it did, but Man, I don't know. What you think? Like. So you think Saints are going to beat? Obviously, I think you're biased with the Panthers being up there, personally. <laughs> I do, right. too. Right. So, I think that there's a little bias there. But you think Saints are going to be better then? I think it's going to be really close between Saints and Bucks. I, mean, I do. I watch a lot, of, a lot of the sports shows and stuff. I mean, they they have the same opinions. And I'm just like, I don't know why. Like, I don't know why we think the Bucks are not going to be all that good. All right. I think well, the Bucks are going to be good, but I just, I don't know. I think those... Saints are going to be good too. <laughs> let's let's talk this Monday night game. Then we'll go back to conferences and we'll talk about conferences and see who we think is going to win what. Uh, we got Broncos versus Seahawks for the Monday night game. Does Russell Wilson get the win? Oh, Russell Wilson over his destroying old these motherfuckers. They're coming out and scoring fifty. And that's kind of how I lean. I, I just, Seahawks have zero chance. Absolutely no chance. That that's how I lean. I mean, I just. I want to see Denver good again too. So, you know they haven't been good yeah. since like Peyton Manning was there. So, right. so I think giving them the quarterback and Russell Wilson, I think Russell still got some skill and talent. Russell left. Sutton, Jerry Judy, uh, Noah Font. I think Noah Font's their tight end. I can't remember. Um, their one-two punch with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon, dude. That team is good. Yeah, I mean you got Geno Smith that's quarterback now for or Seattle, and then trash. I mean, you got Lockett and Metcalf still for receivers. Which, that's good. That so he does a good have receiving receivers. core. Or, uh, Rashad Penny is the getting the start for Penny is fucking good. They're just gonna run, so, run, 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 run. Oh, I mean, I mean, besides Especially for the quarterback question, that that's where I'm at. Like, I don't see Geno Smith being that great for him. Yeah, Drew Lock is the backup. Yeah, no, they're they're gonna be awful this year. They're another one. It's like the Falcons. I mean, this is the worst. Um, this is the worst roster they've seen since 2011 or something. I don't know since they yeah. drafted Russell. So I, I like Broncos in this. I like taking the points. I'll take the spread and definitely. And, um. All right, so we'll go through conferences. Think who's gonna win conferences, stuff like that. So we'll want who, what do we want to do? NFC side first. Sure. So we'll start off with normally one of the worst divisions, and that's the NFC East. You have Cowboys, Giants, Eagles, 
Commanders. I think Eagles take it, is my I, opinion. Yeah, I agree. Cowboys just cannot get it done. I think it's going to be close between Cowboys and Eagles. But I say, hey, whoever gets, there's only going to be one of them to get 10 wins. Mm-hmm. And whoever can get 10 wins is taking the conference. Yeah. I can I can see Eagles doing it this year. It's been Dallas for I don't know how many years. So yeah. I can see them stepping in. Um, NFC North. I mean, I think there's too much hype around Lions. They're not going to get it done. Bears ain't going to get it done. So it's going to come down to, obviously, Packers or Vikings. Packers, because it's Aaron Rodgers, and he knows how to fucking win. That, that's about the only thing I can think of. I have Minnesota this year, actually. Do you? Which, I, yeah. I mean, I don't see it not happening. I just, I don't know. It's Aaron Rodgers, and I think he can pull it off. Yeah, I love Aaron Rodgers. Just from time X, so I think everybody knows that. But yeah, I, I just oh, like yeah. I just like the Vikings this year. I mean, Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's okay, and their receiving core like you said, is just incredible. And they're running back, and their defense somehow is always good. Right. So. I could I could see it happening. I really can. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's definitely gonna come down to between those two. Oh, then we're looking at NFC South, where Caleb thinks Panthers are probably gonna win this all. <laughs> I do have bets on that. Yep. And then I still think Tampa takes it all, yeah. personally. I think it's going to be really close, but Tampa will probably pull it just because, again, they got Tom Brady, who is another winner. Now, with Mayfield, that's going to be – Carolina's going to end up finishing about 500 because he wins game, loses game, wins league. Yeah. You know, he goes back and forth. One game he plays great, next game he can't hit the bro- and side Lana of a barn. We'll be lucky to win three games. <laughs> Yep, I don't see Atlanta really being anything in this league this year, really. Um, NFC West, you got Cardinals, Rams, 49ers, Seahawks. I think we're all on Seahawks is going to probably get dead last. Frick yeah. I would say I want to take Rams. I'm going to say Rams, too. Also going Rams, yep. That's who I would say. It's going to be a close one, though. That'll be the toughest on the yeah. NFC side. Niners, Cardinals, and that'll be a really close matchup at the end. Uh, it'll be tough, but I'm gonna say uh, Rams sneak through. Yeah. Jumping up to the AFC, we'll start off with AFC East. I think we're all gonna take Bills. Yeah. I don't see Dolphins I'm... or Pats getting past the Bills. Yep, I'm. I'm st- same Bills. I'm going Bills, but I'm going a very close second one to Dolphins. Yeah, I think Dolphins kind of sneak into the playoffs. But. See, I'm worried there's too much hype coming in on the Dolphins with them getting Tyreek Hill, just the receiving core they have. Yeah. Have now everyone's like so like, oh, yeah, this could be the best team. And I'm just worried there's too much hype. I'm just worried Tua's not going to plan Don't out as it. much <laughs> as what everyone, as much as I want him to do well because he's an Alabama yeah. quarterback and that's who I want to do, you know great if you know all three if you know Patriots and Dolphins are you know battling right. out just because of the Alabama players but um but yeah I'm I'm on Bills there right NFC North I'm gonna Bengals. Say Bengals again it's gonna be another close one with Ravens and Bengals but I think Bengals yep I take Bengals there yep. NFC or AFC um, South. 
Titans. It's going to be between Colts and Titans. Derrick Henry stays healthy. I like Titans to get it. Yep. If they lose. You like Colts? Wow. Yep. If they lose Derrick Henry, then, yeah, I like Colts all day. You don't think Hassan Haskins can jump in? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, Then AFC West. Man, this is a stacked one. Holy shit. (laughs) That is... I mean, it amazing. might it might not pl- it might not play out like I think. That is amazing how good that. I'm gonna say Chargers. Chargers weren't in the playoffs last year, but they're gonna go win that division this year. Yeah, I kind of like that too. I, I like that. Like I, I said, I think they have the best team in the league right now. They're gonna win 13 games. I don't disagree with it. But it's just hard to go against with Chiefs that's been there so long, you know, been up there. Yeah. I mean, I know they just lost. Denver getting you know, Den- Denver getting Russell. Raiders getting Devontae. Yeah, that's gonna be tough. But I'm I'm thinking Chargers pull it out. Like I almost would rather take those four versus, you know, because one of them is not gonna make the playoffs. One or two, or potentially. Two. Yeah. So because they all are gonna have to play each other, right? So that really could throw if and if they all are as good as we're kind of thinking, and say they're round robin it, so they all split. Right now you're talking that all these teams are potentially so it may only be the one right one team that wins the division. Wow, yeah, that's gonna I mean it probably won't play out like that, but that's gonna be a, a tough division to win. Curious, Kev, who who you think? Oh, hang on, Cavy, we lost you somehow. All right, talk again. Hello? There. Yeah. There we go. I was going to say, though, you guys are like that super loud for me. Motherfucker, but sorry. Uh, yeah, I think the Chargers. 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 Yeah. That's kind of where we're all going. We were saying how it's going to be a tough. Um, super Bowl. Who's making to the Super Bowl? Chargers. And. Fuck, I don't even know. <laughs> The NFC side's gonna be the tough one. Yeah, because they're all pretty equal. Oh. Chargers and fuck. I think you either get. I think whoever wins the I mean, N- NFC West is who yeah. I'm taking. So I'm gonna say Rams since that's who I took earlier. So Rams and God, yeah, I like Chargers too. I'm gonna go right off a limb right here and just go. Uh, Saints. <laughs> yeah, that that's a uh, win. I don't see that. I don't see that happening. But who do you got, Kevin? Like Rams on the. I like the Rams. I'm just kind of. I don't know. I toss up. I I seriously like the Colts a lot. Obviously, Bills and Chargers. Uh, Dude, I know. It's almost like I'd rather see two it? teams come out of the AFC and play the Super Bowl. Colts. You know who? Colts? Colts. You think Matt Ryan's coming out with a Super Bowl? Yep, he's going to retire. He's going to retire? I don't see it. I, that, that's I what's either. stopping me from seeing Colts win that division is Matt Ryan. 
Yeah, I was, I was kind of on. But he's better than, I think he's the best quarterback in that division. Over Ryan Tannehill, definitely Dave's Mills, and definitely Trevor Lawrence. I think he's the best yeah. quarterback. Yeah, I guess right now I'd give him that. I'm interested to see how Trevor Lawrence himself does this year. Yeah. I yeah, know. I mean, maybe he could. He could oh. come out and just be. Because I'm, I'm so hyped on, like, Trevor Lawrence either being good or bust, like, this yeah. year. Like, if he's not good this year, it's it's get him out of the league, basically. <laughs> Let him retire now. <laughs> Oh, but um, and then all right. So we have who we said in Super Bowl. Who's taking it all then? Chargers. We're going Rams again. Back to back, huh? Dang. Hmm. I think AFC's winning for sure. I think I'm gonna go. God. I mean, it's got to be obviously Rams or Chargers because that's where <laughs> you both said one. So <laughs> I think Chargers are going to be banged up from playing through that AFC West. And just the AFC in general is going to be so tough. AFC is good. If where Rams can kind of coast through the NFC. <laughs> and so Rams are taking it. Yeah. Again. Man, you guys got back to back. Yep. And then Matthew Stafford will retire. Or would he try to do three peat? <laughs> he might come back and play, but I don't see a three peat happening. <laughs> no, Lions. Come back to the Lions and win it all with the Lions? Yeah. <laughs> that just that's still gotta be the biggest slap in the face, is <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> he just leaves and goes wins the Super Bowl and like, what's the fuck? It's like obviously you guys we, are that bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like obviously you couldn't put good enough talent around him. All right. Well, it's been fun to have this back, and we're back into a football season, so we'll definitely be doing these weekly. We'll have to try to do Do we want to do bets and track them this year? Oh, yeah. Might as well. I'm sticking to spread this week. So let's do... What what do we want to do for a bet? Do we want to do a parlay? Do we want to do just pick one bet? What did we do last year? I don't know. Uh, last year we just did whatever we wanted and then see if we won. <laughs> All right. Right. It was so, like five five dollar bet or something. Yeah. yeah. So we'll do we'll kind of do the same. You know, wager amount. Oh, like five dollars. But you pick one bet and you choose it as your best bet. You can do a parlay if you want, or you can do a straight spread, or... We're just trying to win the most money by the end of the season, right? Yep. Kind of like last year? Yep. We'll have to write these down. I'm going big first week, so I can just come out on top, right? I already got mine. Go ahead. All right. I got Dolphins over Patriots, minus three and a half. Panthers over Browns, minus one and a half. Titans over Giants, minus five and a half. Saints over Fa- Falcons, minus five and a half. And then Eagles over Lions, minus four. So a $5 bet will pay out $126.79. Do you have yours yet, Cavi? Uh, not quite yet. 
I don't know if I want to go crazy like that. I might just go. I got, I'm going crazy as well. When I got my. <laughs> what you got? What you got? Ravens minus seven. Colts minus seven. Saints minus minus one and a half. Dolphins minus three and a half, and Denver minus six and a half. Plus four thousand six hundred forty-one. Five dollars to win two thirty-seven. Jesus, that's bigger than me. And I just placed it. Did you? I'm trying to claim this offer so I can get more money in my account. <laughs> let's see. Oh, pick, baby. Let's go. Let's see. Okay. I'm so bad at Madden. Oh, is that what you're playing? <laughs> see, yep, I'm not doing it as crazy as you guys. I'm sure that's how I started out last year was going crazy and now I was like negative how many dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so I am going to do a teaser, six-point teaser for one, two, three, four, five, six games. And it's, so I'm taking Ravens, teasing them down to minus one over the Jets. Taking 49ers, taking them down to minus one over the Bears. Taking Colts down to minus one over the Texans. Taking the Bengals to a half point, minus a half point over the Steelers. Chiefs down to just got a win and against the Cardinals and Broncos minus a half point over the Seahawks. Five dollars to pay out thirty five bucks. Hey. So you guys may be up <laughs> super high or you may be a zero and I may have a win. <laughs> so um yeah, I'll try to write these all down so that way we can track them and we'll we'll keep tallies rolling on money amounts for the season. So that way if anyone else joins us, they can just roll in on how much they can win or lose, you know, just on what their place. So uh, that's all I got for this week. So I guess peace out till next time.